You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. The holidays are officially here, and this time of year is so magical. The tree, the eggnog, the snow, the chill in the air, cozying by the fire. But it also can be a little paralyzing. Every year I go through the same crisis. What to buy for whom? What to ask for for myself? So this year, I have compiled my favorites list, a list of things I'm asking for, a list of things I'm giving to friends and family, and I wanted to share this list with you because I think I have found some pretty awesome things. So on today's Big Design Small Budget, it's all about my holiday wish list. Here we go, guys. Let's get shopping. So the very first thing which I'm actually asking for this holiday are some festive platters. And by festive, I don't mean a holiday festive, just generally festive, bright, cheery, something that I want to put in the middle of the table when I'm entertaining guests so that they say, wow, that's so lovely. Something that really makes a statement. My favorite place to go for dishware that makes a statement is anthropology. They have beautiful serving platters, they have pitchers, they have dessert bowls, they have all sorts of things for the table that would really set the stage for a beautiful party. There's one that I have my eye on, I've asked my mother-in-law for the latte platter. It's only $20 on sale right now at Anthropology. I wouldn't dare ask any of my relatives or even my husband to buy me something full price on this site. Instead, I go right to the sales section and they've always got really robust inventory in their sales section this time of year. And I just went right to the dishes and I found amazing things for my tabletop. So I've asked for quite a few things because it's really fun to rotate this stuff out. I have kind of the same circles of friends over for dinner fairly regularly, but I want to keep surprising them with new serving ware, with new experiences so that when they're there, they say, wow, where did you get that? So anthropology is the place I get that. The next thing that I'm actually buying for my designers is a throw blanket from Pottery Barn. Like I said earlier, this is the time of year when there is nothing like coming home from a long day of work and cuddling under your favorite blanket. I love oversized throws that are at least five feet by five feet. I just want to really get enrobed in a throw, cuddle up on the couch, get that hot eggnog or whatever you love to drink and relax in front of a junkie show. So throw blankets at Pottery Barn are not only fairly affordable this time of year because they're huge sales, but also I find that they're really good quality. I've been disappointed in the past with throw blankets from Target or even West Elm, but somehow at Pottery Barn, they just never disappoint. So for my designers, I got the color black throw, which is on sale right now from $90 down to $60. And I cannot wait to give it to them because not only does it look lovely, it comes in several different colors and it's nice and big. So again, they'll have that complete experience of decadence when they're snuggling up and it doesn't feel like they're covering themselves with a tiny beach towel. The other thing that I do every year, 
As a new family, my husband and I have been married six years and we have two little ones. And before we got together, we had very few holiday ornaments for our tree that were really meaningful to us. I had gone in my youth to the dollar store and picked up a few of my favorites. We'd added to that at Macy's or even Michael's, but none of them had any sentimentality. So every year I get each member of my family a personalized ornament featuring a picture of them and maybe their friends or picturing us as a family for my husband. So I pick one personalized ornament for each person and it's a really lovely way to grow our collection, but also it's a really fun way to look back each year when we're hanging it on the tree and we discuss, we hold the ornament and say, remember when you were a baby this big and we used to hold you and remember when you were first going to school and this is the outfit that you wore on your first day. So it's fun to share those memories with them as you're trimming the tree every single year. I've gotten some amazing ones from tinyprints.com. They're flat and they're not too heavy. So that's exciting because you don't have to pick one of the larger branches and you can really sprinkle them all over. Additionally, they let you print on the front and the back. And so I love featuring multiple pictures. One of their ornaments features as many as five pictures on one ornament. And again, it's lightweight enough that you can put it really on any branch. And those are under $30, especially right now because they have a lot of promo codes going on. So I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. You guys have heard me discuss it before, The Struggle Bus. And they were talking about a candle. A candle that had really changed their experience and that they were using for self-care because it was so indulgent that they couldn't wait to get home and light it and just have a moment of zen. So they were talking about the hot cocoa candle from Pink Olive. And I actually am in a small business group for women, and one of my friends in that group owns Pink Olive. And so it was such a funny crossover that they were mentioning her very candle as something that is like no other candle they've ever smelled. And so not only would I love to give her a shout out, I also need one of these candles in my life. She sells the mini candles for $10 or the large candles for $24. And apparently they smell just like Swiss Miss cocoa, like that kind with the crunchy marshmallows. Uh, Apparently it will make you super nostalgic for your childhood and snow days. So I can't wait to light my very own. And go to her site because Pink Olive has amazing gift ideas and you'll be supporting a local entrepreneur right here in New York City. And I happen to know, just a little FYI, that she makes these candles in her apartment. So that even adds to the charm and knowing that they're all natural ingredients also really excites me and makes me want to buy some more. So... Speaking of scents, I was on Amazon the other day, just bumbling around as you do. I found this really cool thing that I need in my life right away. It's called the UR Power Aromatic Oil Diffuser with an LED light. And basically, you put in water and then you put in organic natural essential oils and it diffuses that smell around your house basically it creates a fine mist so not only is it hydrating the air it's also using those natural scents to really spread that smell throughout your space now i've been really thinking more and more about aromatherapy as i've been trying to do different things in my life 
For instance, in my office, I really want to be alert, awake, and focused. So I bought some peppermint oil and I've been just putting it on my hands and rubbing it in when I'm working on really big projects and then just inhaling whenever I need a boost. But it would be great if I had this UR Power aromatic oil diffuser with LED light in my life because then I could just have that going all day. Another thing that I'm trying to solve with aromatic oils in my life is that my daughter is just not sleeping. She likes to go in her room and hang out for about three hours and finally drift off at about midnight, which is totally unacceptable. So I had this little thing I came up with where I would put organic aromatic lavender oil on her feet and on her wrists to help her sleep, and I would call it her sleepy oil so that hopefully not only olfactorily, but also mentally, she'd be thinking, hey, this stuff is supposed to make me sleep. But now I'm thinking, what if I got her her own aromatic oil diffuser? They're only $34 on Amazon and they can serve as a nightlight because it has this cute little disc that lights up. And I cannot tell on the website, I think it changes colors which is super cool because I'll have the aqua or teal in my office and then her bedroom features a lot of purples and pinks, so we'll have that in her room. But I just think this could be a really good idea because I'm loving the idea of using aromatherapy as sort of a crossover for augmenting things that you want more of in your life or to help you with different strategies that you're working on in your life. Let's go back to gifts we might give other people rather than just this streak of gifts I'm giving myself. And let's talk about family. So I'm always at a loss what to give my mom, what to give my husband's mom, what to give my stepmother-in-law. I'm at a loss. But something that never fails, something that they always love is a picture of their grandkids. So every winter we take that winter picture that we're going to be using for our Christmas card But it's also fun to give them that picture in a frame. Now, every year I give them one of these, and so I try not to make the frame too large. And I also try and think of their specific decor. So what would really match not only their aesthetic, but their living room or their family room or where I envision that they will put this. That way they don't all get the exact same frame so that they feel unique and that I've thought about it, but also it makes them more inclined to put it out because they're really excited that it will automatically coordinate with what they have going on. Again, I said I don't like to get too big, so I stick around four by six, five by seven. This year, I am totally digging CB2's Prisma Copper picture frames. They are so unique. They really fit in with my stepmother-in-law's modern aesthetic, and it's really special without being bulky. Also, it's only $14, so hello! Uh, But yes, and then of course I love Pier 1 for picture frames that are a little bit more transitional for my mother. And then for my husband's mother, who's much more traditional, I definitely love going to Pottery Barn again, or I would look at a place like Grandin Road or even Kirkland's if I wanted a real steal. So there we go. Can never go wrong with a family picture in a frame. So if you have somebody in your life who loves to make lists, who loves to take notes. I can't think, I can't speak, I can't listen unless I have a pen and paper in my hand. I have three notebooks going at any one time, each one for a different subject, and I just need to write to help me process. I don't want a Kindle, I don't want a iPad, I really want to write, I really want to touch that paper. 
And so I have stumbled upon a notebook company that I just adore. The notebook company is called MakeMyNotebook.com, and they have notebooks starting at $10. But you can have a custom notebook made for much more than that, or you can choose from their hundreds of designs. They have inspirational phrases. They have really cute covers. But the thing I love about them, besides their lightweight feel and their really durable covers and spiral spines, which I really look for when I'm shopping for a notebook, is the tooth of the paper. So it's really hard to find a paper that's thick so that your ink won't bleed through, but also not so thick that it doesn't have like a kind of a heavy tooth that makes it almost hard to move your pen through so that you have to press hard. I don't know where she found this paper, but it is smooth as silk yet really heavy. And I love to use a rollerball pen and it just glides over there. I mean, I hardly have to move my hand and letters just pour out of my pen onto this silky smooth paper. I'm kind of obsessed with these notebooks. Uh, Two of the three notebooks that I'm using right now are from MakeMyNotebook.com and I will be investing in a lot more. So if you're working on a specific project and you want to have all those ideas in one place, if you're going to a seminar and you want to have all your notes in one place, this is the notebook for you. Go to makemynotebook.com. And the other thing I love about it is she, the founder, is a woman small business owner. And this time of year, I love supporting my colleagues, fellow women small business owners. I was reading this thing. I think it was on Facebook. It said, every time you buy from a small business, a real person does a happy dance. And it's so true. Supporting entrepreneurs, especially women, is just something I'm really passionate about. So I love that I can support them with items that I truly believe in. Speaking of taking notes, speaking of going to a seminar, here is another gift idea that I think is amazing. So I recently came up with the idea to host a masterclass, a full-day class filled with instruction from me, all my top design tips, the best ways to get the deepest online discounts, the number one way to create your spaces layout, how to create a color palette, how to mix and match patterns. I'm hosting a full-day masterclass. It's happening on February 5th, 2017. Not only will there be instruction, there will be breakout sessions with my designers while we're answering your Q&A, your questions, we're giving you answers, answering those design dilemmas right there on the spot. And then, of course, there will be gift bags. So there's a VIP-level gift bag that is filled with amazing prizes that are valued at over $150. And then there's a general admission gift bag that is valued at $75, but it's going to be chock full of amazing stuff. Tickets are $275 and $350. $350 for the VIP level, $275 for the general admission level. It's taking place right here in New York City in the middle of Manhattan. So easy to get to. And I promise you, it will be so loaded with value that you will leave with a very full notebook. And for my listeners of this podcast, I have a special offer. I am offering 50% off of the ticket price. Whether you go VIP or general admission, get 50% off this full day of instruction, learning, and inspiration. 
I would love for you to join me. Go to my website, affordableinteriordesign.com. Go to the shop tab and pick the HGTV Addicts Interior Design Masterclass. I'm going to be giving you all the tools that you need to know in one day to transform nearly every room in your home. So I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll invite a friend. You're essentially two for one with this 50% off offer. And it's a really great gift to give someone in your life that you know loves HGTV, that you know has a real knack for design, but just needs that foundation so they can really pull these things together. And if you've taken my classes before, I want to assure you, this is all new content. Some of my regular just general rules will be in there, but it will be packed with fresh tips and new thoughts because my ideas on design are constantly evolving, as you listeners know. So I wanted to let you know about that and let me get back to my list. So the next thing on my holiday wish list is something I just read about this morning. And I must say, I've been very skeptical of these things for many years. Have you guys seen those rock salt lamps? They plug in, they glow, they were pretty big in the 80s. And I have a friend who's really into holistic medicine and she's a chiropractor. And she has these things all over her house and in her office. And so I said, Yelena, what is up with these things? And she was like, well, they cleanse the toxins from the air. They're known to sort of freshen and boost your mood and uh, just kind of leave things feeling fresh in general. And I was like, ugh, that looks kind of hokey to me. But I was just reading online on House Beautiful this morning that these salt lamps really work. So I went to Etsy and sure enough, there are a ton of different vendors selling these rock lamps and I googled and apparently the claims are true. It really does boost your mood, clear the air, melt the toxins away. They likened it to like that fresh air at the top of a mountain, how it really feels pure and rarefied. Anyway, I think it's worth a try, especially because a lot of those lamps were under $25. So I'm going to be asking one for Christmas and I'm going to be getting it from Etsy, hopefully from a woman entrepreneur. The very last thing I'm putting on my wish list is something, as I just mentioned, my design taste is constantly evolving. And I will tell you that remember that agate bookend thing that I said I was a little bit over? It's basically that kind of rock that is brightly colored and tends to have rings inside and is typically cut into wedges to make bookends. So in my trends for 2016, I said I was a little bit over that. And I still am, even though I may or may not own a pair of those bookends. But West Elm is featuring these really gorgeous agate coasters. And they come in jewel tones that are so bright and vibrant. And one of my clients just had a set. I went to their house and I was styling their nursery and I saw these coasters and I was so taken by them that it made me rethink my disparagement, is that a word? Disparagement of agate in general. I'm all over these coasters. They're $59 for a set of four and I can imagine giving them to my really good girlfriends. I could imagine giving them to a sister or a neighbor. I'm just really taken with them and they looked so special in person. It made me want to put my drink down. Made me want to get a drink. Let's be real. So that is my wish list, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some inspiration for a design lover in your life. 
We're going to take a quick commercial break, and I'm going to be right back digging into that old mailbag with a couple of questions that you guys have sent me this week. Do you love learning about design? Do you wish you could take a deeper dive into the topics we discuss every week on my podcast? You can. I offer online design classes. Just head to the website, bigdesignsmallbudget.com, and you can check out my online classes there. I offer three different courses, one in feng shui, one in styling, and one that focuses on furniture selection, size, etc. Choose from those classes or take all three and get a copy of my book for free. Each class is $40 or get that combo pack with the book, three classes, and the book mailed to your home for $90. Mention promo code podcast to get 15% off your entire order. Check out my classes, learn more, empower yourself so that you can go shopping with confidence and design a space that looks uniquely you while having optimum flow. Check it out at bigdesignsmallbudget.com. All right, I am digging deep, deep, deep into the old mailbag and coming out with a question from Katie. Katie writes, Betsy, would you say there's a certain design style that is easiest to keep clean in general? Yes, I would. So nothing is going to be much easier to clean than modern minimalism. Modern minimalism means, first of all, that you don't have a lot of stuff. Second of all, it means that there's a lot of clean lines, lacquered surfaces, straight things, and again, not very many of them. So it's going to be easy to dust. It's going to be easy to spray and wipe off. Uh, There's usually not a lot of plush fabrics associated with modern minimalism, so it's not going to gather a lot of dust. Vacuuming is going to be easy breezy. So modern minimalism, right? One of the styles that I think would be really hard to clean is rustic. Rustic means that there's a lot of porous woods. So if I were to wipe off the porous wood dining table after dinner, some of the tomato sauce might get ground in. Or when I spray it with an organic type cleanser, uh, that might really sink in and may even stain the wood. Also, there's a lot of open weave textures involved with rustic design, meaning burlap, meaning raw linen that's not treated. And so those kind of textures are really easy to stain and really hard to clean. Also, in your version of rustic, you may have some exposed brick. An exposed brick that's not sealed tends to shed and get quite dusty. So I wouldn't go for rustic design for a number of reasons, but one of those would be it's just not that easy to clean. But it's really not the style that I think about when I'm thinking about will this design be easy to clean, especially with kids and pets or people who spill a lot like me. What I'm thinking about is each piece. For instance, I love using leather or pleather dining chairs, and I would use those pretty much no matter my client's style. I love using a mid-tone sofa, nothing ivory or cream, but nothing black or navy. Both of those extremes really betray stains. So I would use a mid-tone sofa in nearly every style that I'm designing in. Also thinking about an average pile rug. So I think those cotton mat style rugs are pretty unforgiving with stains and they're just not that comfortable. I think shag rugs are problematic because they shed, but also because they really eat up Cheerios and dust and spores. And I think that they are hard to keep clean. So I love just a general 0.25 quarter inch high pile rug. Um, And that's again, no matter what style you're working in. 
So for me, it's not about the style. It's just more about piece by piece. But actually, Katie, you've kind of inspired me. Maybe I should do a whole podcast on how to keep your place clean. I love it. So let me get to my next question before we sign off for the week. My next question comes from Fiona. She writes, how should I fill a giant blank wall? Well, Fiona, I have some questions for you. Is it a walkway? Is it a narrow passage? Is it a wall that you're gazing upon while you're on the sofa? So many questions. Um, Let me tell you in general what just happened with a client in Chelsea. This week I was working with a client and he had a very big wall that he didn't know what to do with and it was kind of in a walkway, but it just felt conspicuously large and empty. So you could do a very large piece of art, but that's expensive. You could do two fairly large pieces of art side by side. Again, pretty expensive. You could do a very narrow console with a mirror above it or a piece of art that's more modest in size. You could do a wide, imposing, leaning mirror that would really create a dramatic statement, especially if it was across from a window as his was so that you get double the view and double that natural daylight through the reflection. What we wound up doing for his space was doing a picture wall. He had kind of an eclectic style that mixed a lot of metals and a lot of different wood tones. And most of that was accidental in his space. But we made it look more intentional by selecting a whole bunch of frames and all those different textures that were represented in his space. That way, when it's all together in one cohesive moment, it does look like you did it on purpose and like you've carefully curated this asymmetrical vignette. So for him, we made a really special, really big picture wall with 11 picture frames. Now, certainly you could do nine or you could do 13, but remember, I don't like doing an even number of picture frames when I want the picture wall to look organic and asymmetrical because sometimes even numbers can feel a little bit contrived or like it should have lined up and it just didn't. But with an odd number, nobody's expecting it to ever line up, so they really accept the fact that it's supposed to be a little bit off. So I hope that helps. I hope one of those ideas has inspired your great big wall, Fiona. So guys, thank you so much for joining me. A big shout out to my amazing producer and one of the co-hosts of that Struggle Bus podcast I was referring to earlier, Catherine Heller. Check her out. Check out her podcast. She's fantastic. Also, a shout out to Aton and the Embassy, our house band. And finally, to Affordable Interior Design, the premier place to get a great look on a budget. Thanks for joining me, guys. Happy holiday season. Next week, we have a featured guest. So this week, I've been a little bit behind because it is our busiest time of year. So I'm sorry that I'm launching this late. But next week, we'll be right on time on Tuesday talking to Catherine Cassidy, who will tell you exactly what you need to know to dress for success during this year's holiday party without breaking the bank. Until then, talk to you soon. Bye.